Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Chester Pierce Funeral Service. For individual support as unique as your loved one, visit chesterpierce.com. Well, here we are in lockdown again, and uh, and you may have heard of the Community Action Network. They did absolutely amazing work, are doing amazing work, in bringing lots of volunteers together. I'm joined by their Chief Executive, Karen Loftus. Good morning to you, Karen. Good morning. Uh, well, I mean, we were going to talk, are going to talk about the recruiting of volunteer marshals, but here we are in lockdown again. And of course, that brings you and, and, and CAN, or the Community Action Network, into pole position. Just, just tell folk what you have been doing uh, during, the, well, right since the beginning of the COVID challenges. Yes, well, here we are again, and now we're in 2021, and uh, it only seems a few months ago that we were stepping up back in March 2020, and here we are ready again with our volunteers to help people that are shielding. So um, what we're doing, we're working with the BCP Council to make sure that people can access the um, uh, the helpline that, that is available through the BCP Council. And then we can uh, organise for volunteers to go out, help with shopping, help pick up medication, and, and sometimes just to have a friendly chat. I think that's so important, especially in these dark, horrible winter months. You must have been greatly encouraged by the number of volunteers, Karen, who came forward and in fact are still coming forward to help in a, in a whole variety of ways. But I suppose it also presented you with something of a challenge of how to, how to get them all trained and get them all protected and so on. Uh, well, yes, we, we've been overwhelmed um, first time round. We had nearly 3,000 local people come forward and want to help, which was absolutely amazing. And this time round, in our call out to help uh, for people to be volunteer marshals at the vaccination sites, we've had over 1,300 people say that they want to help us, Blair. So it's just incredible. The community response has been truly, truly amazing. So what we're doing is we're utilizing modern technology. We've all got very familiar with Zoom. <laughs> so um, I hadn't even heard of Zoom this time last year. Um, let alone, <laughs> you know, let alone keep saying you're on mute and all the rest of it, you know. But, you know, we, we've, we've had to go for it. And, you know, I've, I, I ha- definitely hadn't embraced it. But, you know, we've fully embraced it now and looked at what modern technology can do for us, which is incredible. I attended a training session, a national training session recently, 500 people there, all on Zoom. So it was pretty, so we're utilizing that and we're offering, especially for our new volunteer marshals that we're we're recruiting, we're offering um, Zoom training just so that they feel um, that they have some uh, some basic training to equip them, and um, we're also we've also in the process of making sure that we have staff on hand to make sure that they are safe and supported at all times. Well, before we talk more specifically about the the recruiting of the volunteer marshals and and what they'll be doing, can we just maybe reflect on the other voluntary roles? Because of course, when we when we spoke on the phone last, we weren't anticipating that here we would be in another yeah. lockdown, which of course is likely the government are saying it's likely to last even to mid 
mid-March. Um, yes. So I suppose that that again brings into focus the, the need, not not just for the volunteer marshals, but, but again for all those folk doing what yes. they had been doing previously, delivering food, watching out for the neighbours and so on. Um, yes. But do you think it'll be a bit easier for you to activate though? Because obviously now you've got people on your books and no doubt raring to go. <laughs> Yes, we do. And um, we are really, really pleased that we we have kept everyone going. We've made sure that we've kept in touch with everybody. We have a, a regular um, newsletter update that we send out to our fantastic volunteers. And many of our volunteers, you know, Blair, have never stopped volunteering. They've carried on volunteering throughout this whole period. And they've become great friends with the people that they've been helping and shielding. So it's not now just dropping off the groceries, it's actually making that human connection that is so, so important. So through the summer, we we made sure we had a series of, again on Zoom, we had a series of, of sessions where I was privileged to meet nearly 100 people, albeit remotely, and we asked them, how are we doing? Is, is, is the way that we're working, is that okay for you? Is there any more that we can do? Is there any is there any training or anything that we need to do? And we've listened to our volunteers and we've put on some training sessions and we now um, make sure that, that our volunteers know who to contact and that there is support and help out there for them. So that, that has been a really, in, we did that. We didn't really have a lull in the summer, but we sort of made the most of it, shall we say. <laughs> no, well, you're certainly not going to be twiddling your thumbs. Well, before, no. before we talk about the recruitment of the new volunteer marshals, let's, let's have some music. Now, you're, I see you're a Bob Marley fan. Uh, so uh, I am. Do you want to introduce this song? Uh, this is um, such a positive, and I'm, I'm feeling like we need to have some positivity and some uplift. Oh, and definitely. this is all of, this is all about love, and it's called "Could You Be Loved." Well, could you be loved? Bob Marley and the Whalers asked the question. The answer to that is uh, absolutely yes. Well, my very special guest is Karen Loftus. He's the Chief Executive of the Community Action Network and uh, they're doing a sterling job in pulling together you wonderful volunteers who have been doing such a wonderful work, as Karen said earlier on. Now, Karen, uh, obviously a, a new recruitment drive, this time for volunteer marshals as we head towards getting on with vaccination so what what will they be required to do well they'll be required to um be at an initially at the large-scale vaccination site where i feel it's so important that we have not just a good flow of people but some reassurance and friendliness because, you know, it is quite a clinical environment and it needs to be, but also there needs to be some reassurance and, and a friendly face, albeit behind a mask, but I'm sure we can still portray a friendly, welcoming face, even if we have a mask on. Now, somebody listening to us right now, uh, you're asking them to give up, what, a minimum of 24, 24 hours? Yes, we are. Over the period of, of three months, 
we're, we're asking people to make a commitment of 24 hours. That's because we need to know how many hours that we have. And um, we'll also be putting in place some online, we're Zooming again, oh, yes. some, online, <laughs> some online training so that people feel um, reassured that they are equipped to do it. But also they can, they can when, when our system is up and running, so at the moment we're asking people to register that they're interested by going to our website, which is can100.org. So we're asking people to say, yes, I, I want to help. And then we will be, when, when the um, vaccination program kicks off, people will be able to then register themselves for what shifts is convenient for them and when they want to do it. And we're asking people to do that in four-hour blocks because we felt four hours was, you know, quite enough, really, to be stood and to be to be helping. So that is, that is what we're asking people to do. Now, of course, we don't yet know where the mass vaccination centres are going to be, but I, I guess that that information will be, will be forthcoming um, pretty soon. I know you're coordinating mainly for the Bournemouth area, aren't you? Yes, well we're we're coordinating in the in the Bournemouth area at the moment. Um but uh, I think things are moving pretty fast paced. So we're 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 running very fast to try and keep up with everything because the main aim is to get as many people vaccinated as we possibly possibly can as quickly as we can so that we, we can see a light at the end of the tunnel. So um, I basically said to my NHS colleagues, OK, we're going to do, at Community Action Network, we will do whatever we need to do to help this because let's try and get back to some sense of normality. Whatever that is, I don't know that I can remember what that is. I don't, <laughs> but I can feel that... I. I can feel that there is that hope there and I feel, you know, I don't want anyone to feel there isn't hope because there is hope and my, myself and my team and my NHS colleagues, we are moving mountains to get this going as quickly as is humanly possible. Now, of course, obviously people would be concerned about their own protection, but I understand that you're going to A, yeah. uh, make sure that they all have the PPE equipment, but then also they will be Indeed. themselves vaccinated, uh, which is really really good news yes, yes we what we're going to do is we we've had agreement from our nhs colleagues to treat all our volunteers as they are treating the nhs staff so um we will be putting forward um names and details to our nhs colleagues so as our nhs colleagues will get vaccinated so our volunteers will be vaccinated right alongside of them. At the moment, of course, the priority is for older people over 80s and then over 75s, and that is absolutely how it should be. But we have agreement that our volunteers will have parity with, with our NHS colleagues. So we're just putting that all in place at this moment, as I speak almost. <laughs> well, of course, that's re- this reassuring, isn't it? And I guess it's absolutely right. And it's interesting. I don't know whether you watched the casualty program this last week, but it it certainly brought it home to me. You know, particularly what the NHS staff have had to face and how they put themselves, you know, at at risk right the way through this crisis. But I guess also the volunteers have also put themselves at some considerable risk in doing what they do. Yes, I mean, it's been incredible, um, our band of volunteers. We make sure that they don't put themselves in any undue risk, and I'm really, really clear about that. We have 
Um, I, let me tell you, Blair, we have policies, processes and procedures uh, very, very tight there, making sure that our volunteers aren't put in, under any undue risk. And part of the role of the volunteer marshals will be, um, we'll make sure that we will have staff on hand to make sure that they are safe and they are comfortable at all times. As much as we possibly, possibly can, I think that's really, really important. But no, our, our not just our volunteers that we have at Community Action Network, but the voluntary and community sector as a whole, uh, locally across the whole of Dorset, have stood up and have done amazing things during this past year. Absolutely incredible. Well, that's that's without doubt, Karen. And of course, you're also going to offer some travelling expenses for those people maybe who, who need to get you know, a bus or, or to get you know, to and from wherever Indeed. wherever they're, they're giving their service. Yes. yes. I, I firmly believe volunteers are giving their time. They shouldn't be out of pocket. So uh, again, there'll be um, free parking at, um, when where, wherever we the large site is. We've organised free parking, and also any other travel expenses they will be able to they will be able to claim back. Yeah. So Karen, details of, of everything that we've been talking about this morning are obviously on your website, and that that's can one hundred dot org dot uk. Um, yes. Uh, and then uh, just dot org, just dot org, just dot org. So, so it's can one hundred dot org yes. details, and then so they can basically sign up then, and and then at that point, the, yes. do they sign up to time slots, or does that come later? That will come later when we know our shift patterns. Um, but at the moment, we're just asking people, it takes two minutes, just to fill out a very simple form just to tell us that they're interested. And as I, as I said earlier, over 1,300 people have, have told us that they are interested already. Um, we need more. We need, I, I need a lot of volunteers because we're going to be in this for about three months. We think might be even longer than that, but we don't know at this moment in time. So, um, please do go to can100.org and just tell me if you're interested and we will be then be back in touch when we have the when we know what shifts we've got going. Well, we'll keep reminding people on the radio station and uh, obviously we're, we're right behind everything that you guys uh, uh, are, are, are doing. I suppose also we ought to mention the helpline because there will be people, of course, who, well, even, even now will be distressed because of a number of reasons and, and maybe, you know, feeling it's all a bit too much. But the helpline is still available, Karen, isn't it? Yes, it is. Our, our colleagues over at BCP Council are doing fantastic work with the helpline, which, if I may tell you, is 0300 123 7052. That number is also on our website, um, should you need it. And that helpline, you can phone that if you have any concerns or any issues or you need help your shielding, just phone that number and you will get help. This is Hope FM.